Hello, welcome to the Fantasy Threesome FPL podcast. A little bonus podcast this. We're doing our beginner's guide to the Fantasy Premier League uh, because uh, often it's assumed that people know what they're doing. And, and to be honest, we don't know 100%, but we try our best. We're a, we're a family-friendly family podcast. There shouldn't be any expletives here. So if you've got children or family or friends you're trying to introduce to fantasy football, we're hopeful that this can give them a guide so you don't have to bore them to tears trying to explain everything. And obviously we're hip happening 30-somethings, which is exactly what the people want. So an added bit of excitement is some intro music for our hosts. So I'm Phil. Uh, let me introduce our first host. Anthony, Anthony up. Anthony, how are you? <laughs> wow, couldn't come on to a better intro, could I? Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm all right, thank you. You had a pleasant day? Uh, no, not particularly, but uh, oh. we'll move on, shall we? We'll move on. Oh, oh dear, oh dear. You're wearing yeah. your, your, you manage your boy, your boys' teams. You're wearing yes. your colours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're good. We've done some training tonight, a bit of pre-season training. Um, they go up to 9, 9v9 next season, so uh, trying to teach them offside at the moment, which, as you can imagine, with 10-year-olds is quite interesting. <laughs> that won't have had helped uh, your stressful day? No, I'm losing my voice um, through bellowing, so good times, boys. Bring this on. Excellent. Excellent. Let, let us uh, introduce our second host, then. Here he is then, the king king of snacks. No doubt every week we'll be eating something peculiar. It's Mike. How are you, Mike? Oh, very well. Thanks for the intro. Um, and have you been losing your voice because you've been locked in that toilet all day? I mean, it sounds, <laughs> sounds like, it does sound like you're locked in the toilet cubicle. I am locked in the toilet cubicle. After the day I've had, I'm quite happy to be uh, with just with just pictures cubicle. of his family to 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 keep him company. Um, yeah, um, yes, yeah, uh, snacks tonight. Uh, a cheese and salad cream sandwich. Um, with a few McCoys on the side, it's, it's fairly it's fairly standard fare for me to be honest, rather than anything too pretentious like the frittata last week. But <laughs> sort of vinegar, getting... sort of vinegar McCoys to be clear. Sort of vinegar, okay. Good, I've good been getting a bit of grief about not knowing that uh, giant pretzels existed uh, until this week. Last week on the podcast, I said I I, I only recently discovered giant pretzels, and we've mm. had some listeners from America who. Have suggested maybe I should get out more and dunk them in melted cheese dips. Like I can just Whoa. go to a shop and buy a melted cheese dip. I feel like mm. anything is better with a melted cheese dip. Agreed. Of course, it's availability. That's the issue. Do, mm. Did they expect me to mm. to make a melted cheese dip? Seems very unlikely. So, I'm Phil. Uh, there's Mike. There's Anthony. Hello. We, Hello. We, we've all played fantasy football for 13, 14 years. I think it, it goes back. And um, we're not experts, but we like to we like the competition. We like the fun of giving each other a, a bit of a ribbing if they don't do very well. Mike, um, I very oh. much resisted "Loser" by Beck as your entry song, so <laughs> should be happy. Very gracious of you, thank you. Uh, we have we have three different management styles, which which we'll kind of explain as we go along. But we first want to work on the very basics, which is squad selection. So. You'll get greeted on the fantasy football website. You'll you'll choose a uh, you, you you register with your email and your password. 
please don't share that. And then you'll get greeted with a screen and you've got to choose some players before you can even pick a team name, I believe. So you've got to choose some players, two keepers, five defenders, five midfielders and three strikers, if I'm right. That sounds right. And from those during the game, you will have to have at least three defenders and one striker playing at any time. You can't just have five defenders and five midfielders and no no striker. You can have a maximum of three players from each team. So you can't fill your team up with, I don't know, Liverpool players, Man City players, Man United players maybe this season, mm. or, or maybe even Villa. They're, they seem to be buying everyone. So Indeed. But you can't you can't do Aston Villa and just buy everyone. Um, Sorry, Phil, if I can just uh, ask a question, because um, I'm taking the approach to tonight's uh, podcast as very much an introduction to my wife uh, <laughs> to fantasy football, a real back to basics. So um, what are goalkeepers, defenders, midfielders and attackers? <laughs> oh, good okay. grief. Really? OK, great. No. You're, you're, you're winding it back a bit. I mean... On the on the game, you'll see you have options. Goalkeepers, you have to select from goalkeepers, a list of goalkeepers, defenders, a list of defenders, midfielders, strikers, so on. So, Claire, what I'm saying is uh, the goalie, he's the one that's allowed to touch the ball with his hands. He's in goal. He's trying to stop the ball and he gets points for that. The defenders, they're also trying to help him stop the ball. They can't use their hands, but they do get points if they stop people from scoring in their goal. The attackers, <laughs> well, they get points for scoring goals. And the ones in the middle, they're called the midfielders. They get a few points for both. Play yeah, the, good, I mean. the, the good news about that statement is none of that was condescending in the slightest. <laughs> oh, honestly, she hasn't got a clue. So uh, we've got to just gently, gently, gently. Okay, well, it's, that's that's fine then. So so you pick your players, uh, and you can you can play around with them before the season starts. You can transfer them out. We'll talk about transfers in a minute. You can transfer them out if you if you want to bring someone else in. But you've got a budget of a hundred million pounds. You can't go over that. Uh, you can spend under that, but you cannot go over that by uh, Claire. Just to be clear, you don't get actually a hundred million pounds in real life. <laughs> <laughs> each each player has a value, and you're allowed to spend a hundred million pounds against those values to create a squad. Just to clarify, is this point purely for Claire? It feels well, like it at the moment. If I can get her on board with this, it's going to make my, my Saturday and Sundays uh, a whole lot easier. Okay. Could, be, could be somebody else to lose to as well. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. let's say you've picked your team, uh, you've picked your squad. Now, it's coming up to the start of the season. There will be a deadline. Before each game week, there's a deadline, which I often forget. Anthony, oh. last season... Every week. I, I do miss the days, mate, when you used to forget with your terrible short-term memory. I used to love waiting until the deadline had passed and then messaging you and saying, oh, FBL. <laughs> Every week. And then it turned into me. So there you go. Karma. So the deadline is always an hour and a half before the first weekend fixtures. Assuming the fixtures are at the weekend. We don't have to get too complicated there. Indeed. Now, from that, from that squad, then, you need to pick your team. Okay, so like I say, you need to pick a goalie. You need to pick at least three defenders uh, and at least one striker. You can have as many midfielders as you like. And then you'll have a bench, which will contain your other goalkeeper and the three players you didn't want to start. And it's crucial that you put these players in the order you would prefer them to come on off the bench 
if one of your starting players doesn't actually play, you might get injured or or whatever. So is that uh, that's a good explanation of the bench? I think Claire's on board with the bench. Yeah, mm. I think there's two ways as well, isn't there, boys? Here looking at the bench, do you put all your money into your starting team and have a really you know hedging your bets that they're all going to play and they're all going to get good points? So have a really rubbish bench, or do you have a bench that could? potentially have players coming off that bench to score your points if some of your first 11 don't play. So there's two ways you need to try and play the game as well. Or two ways your, you can play. Yeah, indeed. And with your starting 11, my personal opinion is that I like I like a 3-5-2 a formation. Midfielders will get you a point if, you, if your team doesn't concede the goal, but they'll also get three points if they set, set up a goal. Or fall over so someone gets a penalty or a free kick that goes in. And they get five points if they score. No, four points. Five points. Five I points think it, if they score. I think it's five, yeah. Strikers will only get four points if they score. Correct. So, so I like a lot of midfielders. Now, Claire, the setup is basically the last person <laughs> that touched the ball before... The person that scores a goal scores his goal. Uh, that is sometimes referred to as an assist. <coughs> there we go. There we go. So we'll go through how the points work soon. But you need to pick a captain. Why do you need to pick a captain, Mike? Because otherwise it, you'd be a rudderless ship. No, um, you pick a captain uh, because they get double points. Uh, so yeah, um, you, you pick one player and they will get double points. You can also pick a vice captain. You'll be familiar with that term, Claire. Uh, maybe, um, yeah, a stand-in, a standby, an understudy, if you will. Um, if your, uh, captain doesn't play your vice captain, their points will be doubled instead. Excellent. And your captain can be anyone in your side, anyone at all. It could be a goalie, a defender, midfielder, striker, Regardless but, of their leadership qualities, it really is more about how many points they're going to <laughs> gather that game week. I mean, we you, should... joke, you joke, but we should also point out that in your team, you don't need a left-back, a right-back, two centre-backs. No. If you wanted, you could have all left-backs. Claire, right -backs. a left-back is someone that plays okay. on the left <laughs> side of defence. <laughs> oh, wow. But you don't need, and you don't need to have a defensive midfielder and, and all of that. For example, N'Golo Kante, one of the best players in the world, in my humble opinion. Agreed. Terrible, terrible in fantasy football because he's a defensive midfielder and you don't get many points for being a defensive midfielder. So, you pick your captain. It doesn't have to be the most expensive player in your team, but you want it to be the person who you think that week has got the best fixture or is going to get the most points. Agreed? Agreed. Captains, boys, can make or break a week, can't they? They can save you from a terrible week or, you know, they can really add you onto a really good score. So we've all experienced that many a time. And it's they crucial. Can. I looked at um, our points from last season, gentlemen. And mm. last season, your captain, Anthony, over Hello. the season, your captain picks got you 596 points. It's, I mean, that sounds good. Is it good? Well, in total, your whole team got 2,335. So you're Ooh, looking yeah. there at about 25% of your points were yeah. from your captains. That sounds all right. So they're very important. Very important. Very important. Indeed. 
Good start, I love that. How, how many you. points did my captains get? Uh, um, so you got... 2%. 282. <laughs> oh. Oh to, to Anthony's 596, no, but I only got 574. Hmm. Oh, okay. So what you're saying is, uh, uh, yeah, half as good as both of you. Okay, that's fine. Carry on. <laughs> Claire, don't worry. Sorry about that. Just showing <laughs> off by filling out there, Claire. No, I said <laughs> I, got le I, got less, I got less than both of you, Captain Captain points-wise. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, yeah. But you still beat me. Well, I didn't bring that up. You did. Okay. Oh. Okay. So how are points scored and how are points lost Anthony take us take us through how goalies and defenders get points so once a goalkeeper has made a certain amount of saves which I think is it three or four boys it's three then they'll get some points for that uh, and defenders obviously if you keep a clean sheet they get four points for that so if a defender plays 90 minutes for example uh, and they keep a clean sheet they're guaranteed six points for that which is the same as a striker would get for scoring a goal correct and if if a Defender has played more than 60 minutes and then gets subbed off, they still get a clean sheet. Yeah. They still get the four points for a clean sheet. This is yeah, this is this is true. Which seems a bit strange in a way, because you could come off after 60 minutes and then your team concede about four goals and you still get the clean sheet points. So perfect. There's a bonus in the end, yeah. Goalkeepers, uh, like you say, they get an extra point for every three saves they make. They also can get five points if they save a penalty. Mm -hmm. But if for every two goals a goalkeeper concedes, they will lose a point. So if yes. you're picking a goalkeeper, it's it's maybe not the best idea to have a goalkeeper from a team who's getting pummeled every week and conceding loads of goals. Mm. I mean, you could have a really good goalkeeper who plays for a team that's very leaky. Very true. Mm. This would not be a good idea. Defender-wise, what would your advice be on defenders then, Anthony? Would you go for a defender from a good team or... Do you base it on where they play, like positionally? Yeah, I think I think a bit of both. I mean, I I normally only have three defenders playing because you know, and you've also got the th to look at in terms of defenders having not having, in my opinion, you don't have two playing for the same team because it only takes them to concede one goal and immediately there you've got two players who are losing points. So that's something else to look at as well. But quite a lot of mine, I certainly the way I do it is I do it on fixtures. So I try and rotate mine around depending on who they're playing. So if they've got a particularly hard game. I think there's a chance they're going to concede lots of goals, then I won't have them in my team. And when you say you won't have them in your team, you'll, you'll bring some of them your bench into mm -hmm. your team? Or, or potentially transfer them out. I very much live week to week on uh, on FPL boys, as we know. Okay, Mike, midfielders Hello. and strikers then. How, how are midfielders and strikers getting points? Oh, gosh. In many ways, really. Um, they're getting... <laughs> Claire. <laughs> well played. No, so okay, so mid midfielders um, get points for their team keeping a clean sheet. Um, and Claire, to be clear, a clean sheet is—it's not a reference to their bedding. It is—it <laughs> means there are no goals conceded by them in the game. Um, so yeah, so they uh, yeah they get a, they get, one, they get one, one point for a clean sheet. They get two points for playing uh, up to seventy minutes. Um, 60, and sixty. Well, some say 60, some say 70. Oh, and it is 60. It's, and it's then a begin, it's a beginner's guide. It's very much a beginner's guide for you as well, Mike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and you also get points for assisting. We talked about that earlier, Claire. Uh, and or for three points for those. Uh, and four points, no, five, if they score a goal. Yes, five. So uh, lots of opportunities for midfielders to score goals, points, and goals, really. Mm -hmm. I, feel, I feel that went well. Um, yeah, attackers. 
I feel like Alan Partridge just explained that. Yeah. <laughs> um, attackers is, is, is a slightly different uh, kettle of fish. Um, only four points if your attacker scores a goal. Um, but you, again, you get two points if your player plays an hour. Um, also, if your player scores more than a goal, perhaps a hat trick. Now, that is nothing to do with magic, Claire. That is when somebody scores three goals. Um, <laughs> then you get bonus points for that as well. So um, getting somebody uh, prolific in terms of goal scoring can make a big, big difference to your, your team and their points. And and strikers can also get assist points. Anyone in the team, if they set up a goal, whether they be a goalie, defender, striker, midfielder, they, they would get three points for setting up a goal. Mm, which is why I look um, positionally at defenders. When, when I was talking about defenders there, I was thinking, well, it really is about positioning for me rather than fixtures because you have particular defenders who um, uh, do uh, set pieces. Um, that's not a short drama skit, Claire. That is uh, like a free kick or a penalty. Um, uh, they, yeah, so uh, they, they take set pieces or, or they quite often will play in an advanced position, even though they're a defender, they're quite often playing quite a high up uh, position in the pitch, able to cross the ball in for one of those assists we talked about earlier. Okay. Good point. And Mike has mentioned bonus points, which mm. are quite complex. Um, but Does anybody only... understand bonus points, by the way? Like I, literally I, anybody? I do to an extent. So each game, there will be bonus points given out to the top three players in the game based on some weird fancy football algorithm that they call bonus points. So if a striker scores a goal, they get like 25 bonus points. You don't get those 25 points, but the, the three players with the highest amount of bonus points at the end of the game, when you get bonus points for clean sheets, uh, you know, setting up goals, scoring goals. Successful running, passes. Yeah. Successful, successful passes, tackles. Running with the ball, saves you make if you're a goalkeeper, saving a penalty and so on. So the top three players will get three points, two points, and then one point, respectively, which will get added to your player's total. And that can make a huge difference. If your captain scores two goals and gets three bonus points, all of that is doubled up. And that can be the difference between a good week and a bad week mm, if you get a huge. few bonus points. Wise words from Uncle Phil there. Wise Thank words. You. Thank you. Uh, to, to clarify, I am an uncle to many children. Many children. Not least mine. so you'll also see that there are chips on the game mike oh to explain okay Okay. he is mr chips yeah i mean yeah go on mike you explain they're not chips you can eat that's it really (laughs) so these are special bonus tokens you can use throughout the season you only get to use them once and they will hopefully give your team a real boost that week Mike mm. tends to fritter his away early in the season, mm. which, you know, is exciting for him. Fritter, fritter and chips. I mean, you are making me slightly peckish. <laughs> <laughs> Just need to call me fash now. Yeah. Oh, call me fash. And do you want to... <laughs> so, I mean, that is a reference yeah. that is going to be lost on basically the world. There is a chip shop in uh, in Bournemouth that sells corned beef hash fritters. I, I think they're the only chip shop in the world that do them. So, they're amazing. Just going... And just going, mm, cool beef hash. I'm really sorry to everybody else internationally that, that is listening to this. Claire will I'm have done it, actually. Claire, Claire knows they make them there, but yeah. This is just for Claire. It's fine. I'm sorry. It's been a long day, boys. And the thought of cool beef hash would chip me right up right now. 
Oh, mate. Dear Easily pleased. Easily pleased. Sorry, were we talking about chips? So, the edible chips. variety. Do you want to talk us through the chips? Yeah, so we've got a bench boost. So that's when, for one week only, all of your bench also score points. Uh, you've got a free hit where you can change your entire team. So you can make as many transfers as you want for that one week. So it will only change your team for that one week. And the following week, it will then return to the team you had previously. And you've also got triple captains. So rather than your captain getting double points for that week, they'll get triple. So, for example, you may want to look at playing a triple captain when your captain has two games in one week, for example. Yeah, so very occasionally, Claire, um, the uh, the fixtures will throw up what we, what we refer to as double game week. So, uh, uh, yeah, a team will be playing more than one game in a week. Um, and, and those are really good ones to, to use some of these chips on. Um, I would, you know, if I could, if I could take one piece of advice uh, and, and hand it to myself, um, that I, I would ignore, but that I could hand to myself, it would be use these chips um, on double game weeks, not when you need a pick me up, <laughs> and or first week, which is what traditionally I, I have always done. Yeah, yeah. I mean- wait, wait, be patient. Wait for those double game weeks to come along because they will come along. And they tend to be towards the end of the season when there's teams in cup competitions, so they can't play certain games. So I think Chelsea are going to be in the Club World Cup at some point because they mm. won the Champions League this season, last season. Uh, so they won't be playing one week. So if you've got Chelsea players, you might want to shift them out that week or, you know, a Chelsea player. But in a few weeks' time, they'll probably have two games. So then you bring in all your, all the Chelsea players, well, up to up to three, and then you might want to play your bench boost, your triple captain on a Chelsea player that's playing twice. But there'll be, there will be fixtures that come out um, where you'll get, yeah, two. I think last season we had a triple game week, didn't we? I think, yeah, Manchester United had three games, didn't they, in one week? Yeah, yeah. They did. And they had uh, two games in 48 hours, which was quite interesting for them. Yeah, yeah that was bizarre. So, um, the, and you also get a wild card. Now, wild card <laughs> gives you the chance to completely change your team and your team will stay that way. So unlike a free hit where it reverts back to the week before, you get two of these wild cards. One has to be used before December the 28th and then you'll get another one after December the 28th to use within the rest of the season. Again, these are good for when there's a double game week coming up or you may find that early in the season, the players you picked initially aren't playing very well or that, or not at all. And so you want to change your team around completely and you, you can now see that some players are going to be better than you expected. So you might want to use your wild card then. You get two of those during the season. And we should point out, handy. We should point out that um, uh, unless you're using one of these chips, your transfers cost you four points every time you make a transfer. So I'm not sure we've said that yet. Um, no, so obviously that, that's right. that's really important because otherwise, just changing what what's the benefit <clears> of a wild card? Well, the benefit is that, that during those wild card weeks, you're not spending any points to make transfers. If you want to bring a new player into your squad and swap them for a player that's not doing very well, apart from the one free transfer you get every week, you get uh, you get charged four points per transfer. But that that didn't stop you from making loads of transfers, does it, Mike? No, I mean I love it, absolutely love it. Um, Phil, how many transfers did I make last season? So, so yeah, so these, <laughs> yeah, you get one, you get one free transfer a week, and if you don't use that free transfer, the next week you will have two free transfers. Mike, that is unheard of for you. you this may well be news to you. 
Mm. But if you don't use your free transfer, the next week you'll get two. A maximum of two. You can't just keep saving them up. But you'll get two. So then you can maybe swap a couple of players out. And at the same time, which might be able to give your team a good shake-up rather than just swapping one out at a time. Mm. Uh, now, like Mike said, if you take what are, what people often call hits uh, of four points at a time, then it, it does add up. And Mike, last season between the three of us, uh, he struggled with temptation and playing around with his team, often taking taking out a player and bringing them back in to the cost of eight points in the same week. Mike, story. Mike's hits last season cost him a total of 460 points. Which, <laughs> Double yeah, what his captain's got him. Which is a lot of points. And without taking those hits, he would have been very, very close to me and Anthony. Uh, mm. To put it in perspective... I Figuratively spent- speaking, I very much, very much am. Correct. Uh, <laughs> I, I took 128 points worth of hits and Anthony... Who's very stingy? He very only, stingy. He took sixty. But to be Blimey. fair, in some, in did some I even circles, take sixty? Wow! You did. That's go. 15, 15 paid for transfers. I've done I the hate maths it. for you. I hate. I, I can't stand starting a game week on minus points mentally. That just does me over. Yeah, it's, God, it's not I can a great imagine feeling, what that sometimes, feels like. Sometimes <laughs> it's worth it if you've got a double game week, and you and and there's a few teams that have got two games. It's worth taking a minus eight, you know, or minus 12 even. I think I took a minus 12 yeah. last season and it paid off to get those players in because the players are playing twice. Hmm. So, what, what about timing of transfers during the week? When, when would you boys look to do them? I always do it just before a deadline in case of injury news and other bits and pieces. Dur- during the previous game week. Um, so you transfer, <laughs> your transfer window opens each week the second the last one's shut. Hmm. So if you, you want to have a bit of fun with this gang um, and you just want to transfer away, um, you can do that within seconds of, let's say, the, the first game of a weekend is the Saturday and kickoff is at 12.30. At 12.31, you can then start bringing players in for the following <laughs> game week. And I have done on many occasions. I was going to say, Phil, what's your, what's your tactic with this? I, I tend to wait but there is an instance where I might do what Mike is talking of, but not quite so extreme that at 12.31 I'm tapping away at my phone app. The, the situation is that Anthony's method is safest because you've got injury news. You know, If you buy a player and it's cost you, or, or you use your free transfer up, or you've took a minus four to bring someone in, only for on Wednesday they turn their ankle in training and they're not playing. That feeling is irritating. However, if the, the the players' prices will rise and fall depending on the amount of players who get them. So, say in game week one, a particular player, let's say Mohamed Elneny for Arsenal, for the sake of argument, let's say he scores a hat-trick really randomly and loads of players think before the next game week, I'm going to buy him because he scored a hat-trick. He looks like he's playing up front now for some reason. I'm going to buy him. At that moment, it might be worth buying him at the price that he is on that Saturday when he scored the hat-trick, because during the week, his price might go up, and you might not then be able to afford him mm. by the weekend. The, these, are the, these, the, these are the laws I live and die by. 
always wary of a price wise, price wise, price rise. Mm. But I, I would still prefer Anthony's method because El Nani could get injured. Mm-hmm. Well, I think last last season, boys famously Mike made a live transfer, didn't he, on the pod and uh, brought in an injured player. Yeah, yeah, he. That's he, true. I yes, mean, it did. Thank you for reminding me. Yes, <laughs> particular fair, highlight of mine. That wasn't even. Um, I mean, there's no real words to describe that because we were recording the podcast live. He brought in Seamus Coleman, Everton fullback Seamus Coleman, and the website next to their name. If they've got a yellow a yellow exclamation mark or a red exclamation mark, that means that they are potentially injured. Yellow means they, they've got a slight knock. Red means they're most likely going to be injured and not playing the next week. So yeah, Exactly. So if you see that in your team, you'll need to either sub that person out or transfer them out if it's a long-term injury. Mike looked at that mm. and, and kind of skim-read his name, Seamus Coleman, and transferred him in only to see that he had a Achilles injury or something and and didn't play so he frittered away his points live on air true true story um, I've just done one of those things that I don't know if you ever have these moments it's a bit that I haven't got great lighting here and I've got a bag of bag of McCoys and you know there are a few crumbs here and there and I thought is that a crisp crumb I'm not sure I am still a bit peckish I'm just gonna oh, no. gamble on it it's a crisp crumb surely no, I don't know what it was. I'll be honest, um, <laughs> but it wasn't very pleasant. Um, I it could be this. I've got some large plants here. It could be a bit oh, of no. that that I've eaten, like like bark. How hungry are you? Well, I'm going to go and get, get a little Scooby snack now. While you boys take take us through the next part, I need to okay. take the taste away because it it really is quite unpleasant. Okay, no, that's that's fine. I uh, that, and that, little story that viewer. I chewed. I chewed on a bit of wool the other day, making the same mistake at work. The best one to close to Mike's was when my mother-in-law ate what she thought was a chocolate button, but it wasn't. It was a rabbit dropping. <laughs> Lovely! What a treat! I know. I know, right? I know. Anyway, uh, where, yeah, where were we? Yeah, so it's worth saying if you uh, if you're listening to this podcast. I mean, if you're watching it, I should. I should we do put these these podcasts out on YouTube. It is it is automatically uploaded. We use. Uh, this platform as a recording platform for our audio so once the video is done i'll download the audio and create the podcast for it if you're watching it on youtube because it just goes straight on there it does no harm on there it's completely unedited there are no (laughs) fancy graphics no fancy sound effects as you would have seen from me holding my phone up to play intro music there is no glitz no glamour we're not really a youtube channel um as such we don't I mean, by all means, subscribe. Uh, and if you prefer to watch free aging men, then that's fine. But uh, we're primarily an audio podcast. And you can subscribe on Spotify, Apple. Leave us a review on Apple. Um, I think we're still on five reviews on Apple or something. And so Amazing. one of one of those is saying the background noise is lovely, uh, which is charming. Uh, so, yeah, feel free to subscribe to us. And then any podcast in future will will appear straight on your oh, gone Cornetto. And uh, Mike is back with... with Hello, Cornetto. chaps. Oh, hang on. I hope, I hope you've managed to, uh, to to cope without me uh, over the last couple of minutes, without my expertise. Uh, it's a rainbow cone. Oh, Ooh. Tesco. Very good. Uh, yeah, can, candy floss ice cream and sprinkles and, yeah, lovely old stuff. You're, you're, you're going to be a bit disappointed in that. Well, 
Well, it I, tastes I, I, better than the, the bark or whatever it was I just ate. So. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that. Mm. So, <laughs> so we touched on them before, price rises. Mm. Oh, yeah. Been I've been stung by this before. So you might think I've got a player that I, I want to bring in, uh, who knows, Harry Kane next week. I haven't got him in my team. Want to bring him in next week. I've got just enough money to make that transfer. Harry Kane, if he's got a good fixture, his price might go up next week because of the sheer quantity of people bringing him into their team. However, if Harry Kane is having a stinker and he's in your team and people are thinking, I don't want him in my team anymore and loads of people are binning him, you you may end up selling him for less than you bought him. Nobody and wants that. Nobody wants that. So... You've got to kind of keep an eye on price rises and that's that's a price rises and price falls and that's where sometimes it's better to make an early transfer yeah it's a bit like, a bit like stocks and shares gang a bit like stocks and shares a bit like cryptocurrency i don't <laughs> i don't understand uh cryptocurrency it's it's all nor do i really to be honest big scam, isn't it? It. yeah i think so i don't know we're, we're of an age where we're never going to understand that um well you are mike um me and Ant have still got a chance <laughs> just about okay so there's there's certain terms which you might see floated around um online or your, your friends if they've if your friends have referred you to this podcast uh, i thank them dearly um but your friends and family might hear you say there's certain terms that you should probably try and understand such like differential which is an overused word in fantasy football but Anthony, give us a quick. So differential is a player who basically has got low ownership, um, but could potentially score big points for you. So as an example, I brought Johnny Evans in towards the end of last season, who I think only had about 5% ownership. And in his first two game weeks, he scored over 10 points when he was in my team, which is blooming good for a defender. And as not many people had him, that obviously helped me climb up through the leagues because obviously he was a differential. Not many people had him. Exactly. So differential. The the leagues, we should say. What boys, the leagues for me are the only reason I play. Oh, hundred percent. You need that competitive edge to anything, don't you? Exactly. I just I, I don't care where I come in the overall rank. There's there's eight million players who play this game, so I'm unlikely to beat them all. However, our friends and family, we've got a little league, haven't we? I consider you both friends or family. And, or both so, or both yeah well, <laughs> well not you Ant. you're not, not you're, you're just a friend okay i mean mike is my brother so i suppose he's right but Wait, hang on a minute brother. can we just talk about how mike's eating the ice cream have you just got bottom up always have you, really always otherwise wow. you're just left with some dry chocolatey cone at the bottom you want to finish on a high <laughs> <laughs> really honestly guys are you telling me you don't? I don't, but maybe I'll try it now. I tell you I mean, it, I gets, do, it gets messy at the end, but I've That's never, good, yeah, ever, never finished. I've never, ever got to the bottom of an ice cream thought, mm, lovely bit of wafer to finish me off. No, thank no, you. That might be very thirsty. The way to do it, and, and if, if this is the first time you've ever listened to us, I apologise. We do often go on tangents. The best way to eat an ice cream like that that's in a cone is when you get to where you're about level with the cone, like you are now. You... I know what's coming. The suck through. No, not the suck through. Calm down. Oh. Don't, don't, don't say suck through to me. Calm yourself down. Okay. No, what you do is you 
you lick the ice cream. I don't want to hear about you licking ice cream. Or you bite down and you, you push the ice cream down with your tongue or your teeth. Oh. And you push it into the lower section of the... Of oh, the no, Phil, I don't like what I'm hearing. Because then, at the bottom, you've got ice cream still with the wafer and you don't oh. have the dry wafer. Uh, I'm, 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 this is sucked through territory right now. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> so anyway, uh, apologies, we've got on a tangent. Uh, and truth be told, we were talking about leagues. So, you... Your friend who's invited you to play, if you've never played this before, will most likely want you to join their league. Now, we're in leagues. All the leagues we're in are for fun. I'm not in any financial league. Some people play for money or whatever. But we just play for fun. Well, in- do we? Because this year, each week, there'll be a prize hamper being contributed to by myself, Phil, or Ant, whoever finishes last that game. We're putting a prize in the pot. And one lucky winner in our league, the FPL. Are you doing that? Are you scratching because I've got something there, Phil? No, no, I had an oh, itch. Had an you itch. had an itch. Sorry, I thought you were sort of saying, oh, you've got um, candy cone all over your face. Oh, I wouldn't tell um, you if I saw that. No, no, brilliant. I wouldn't tell him either. Thanks, lads. Um, yeah, so uh, we'll be uh, each week contributing uh, to the prize pot. And at the end of the season, whoever's got the highest score in our league, and we'll give out the code at the end. I'll give you the code. We'll go away. Uh, yeah, please go on then. It's 1-1. One, one. L zero A M all lowercase one one L zero A M and to join a league you click where it says I think it says create and or join a league and then you uh you click that button and you join a private league and you put in that code L L uh, sorry one one L zero A M and then you'll appear in our league and then you can see how we do and we can see how you do. And so yeah, there there are there are people that give away um, big cash prizes as part of their league, um, but we're there's gonna be some more unique prizes in our prize hamper. I think this is, and we'll be having a manager of the month as well, right? Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Correct. Yeah, all courtesy of uh, stuff we found in our house. It's very exciting. Mm. Uh, don't let that put you off joining the league, or, or indeed creating a league with your friends. It's it's the best best way to play the game is when you're up against mates not just competing for the overall game rank out of 8 million people. Mates, brothers, or, or, or both. Mates, brothers, sisters, cousins, doesn't matter. So that's leagues sorted. I think that's pretty much crystal clear. Uh, we were talking about some of the terminology. Anthony's described what differentials are. Mike, do you want to talk about the template? Yeah, I mean, we're, we are... Uh, yeah, I mean, I will... We're we're in an, in an awkward position here because the sack through has been performed, and now there's just that we're, we're down to the tiniest bit of uh, wafer compared to ice cream. It's a great ratio from my perspective, but it can get messy. Template, um, a template team. I only learnt this last year. A template team is a team that um, a lot is full of a lot of players that people have. So as the season goes on, there'll be uh, key players will emerge that are doing particularly well that people. Um, are putting into their team and where lots of people have the same team that resembles one another, uh, they refer to as template teams. Correct. It'd be so worth like last, so last just gonna add, go sorry, Phil, go I was just going to say at this point, it's worth mentioning that when you add a player or go to add a player to your team, you can see the percentage of ownership on that player. So you get an idea of how, how well owned they are. 
in the in the in the at the eight million people, yeah. however many people, yeah. So at the moment, there's some players which have got about forty percent ownership out of every so every team that's made forty percent of those teams has got whoever it is uh, Martinez for Villa or or uh, Greenish or whoever. Salah exactly is a is a classic player to get. Uh, other terms you might hear are big at the back, uh, where you have you invest all your money or a large quantity of your money in very expensive defenders, hoping for a lot of clean sheets or a lot of big scoring defenders getting you points. Is this a tactic that you've gone for, Ant? So you get really expensive defenders and then sort of average players up front and midfield? No, I'm quite the opposite, actually. I know we touched on this last week, boys, and we? we briefly went over how our team's looking at the moment. And both of you, for example, I believe we've got the most expensive defender in the game. Uh, yeah. Trent Alexander-Arnold, who I think is about seven million. Seven and a half um, this season. Yeah. Seven and a half. Wow. Yeah, I'm. I normally go for the five to five and a half myself, uh, and I like to put my money more into midfielders and strikers. Okay, cool. Another term you might hear is uh, Pep Roulette. Now, this is basically about Man City players, but yeah, as other teams, you know, emerge and start doing well in comp- cup competitions, you'll see a lot of managers actual real managers not fancy football managers who are rotating their teams uh it's the, the the term pep roulette has been coined because pep guardiola at manchester city is particularly prone to doing this you might bring in riyad Mahrez, who's who's scored in the last two games he's been brilliant and for for no reason pep will just drop him from the team to give him a rest and that means your expensive player in midfield isn't playing uh, so that is Pep Roulette. Okay, any any more terms you think people should should know, gents? Um, yes, up. yeah. So there'll there'll be um, uh, if you listen to this podcast on a regular basis, wouldn't touch them with a barge pole. Uh, <laughs> that is Anthony's reference uh, that he likes to use on a, on a at least weekly basis uh, with regards to a player that he would not pick in his team. Indeed, thank you. And also expect the unexpected, which pretty much summed up our seasons last year, I think, boys. Yeah, yeah. And and with your teams, uh, I, I mean, I still, well, I still have a slight issue with expect the unexpected because it's an ever-decreasing circle. You, 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 <laughs> if you expect the unexpected, the unexpected is in fact expected. It's true. That's my, that's my, yeah, that's my slight concern with that catchphrase but like, let's keep wheeling it out because it, you know maybe i'll come up with a new one this season boys who knows well, that'd be nice yeah we'll see how game week one goes and then I'll, I'll come up with something new there you go all right yeah cool so mike starting with you because you finished um i've got it here you finished um about oh, three three millionth overall last season it was it wasn't the best season you've ever had no nope. so what tips would you give yourself uh or, or any new players on the game yeah, definitely um, those uh, those chips, those tokens um, that we, we talked about earlier on, like the wild card, the uh, the bench boost, and such like. I would I would definitely use them sparingly, um, and not on a kind of ad hoc basis. Um, and uh, yeah, I think uh, don't be. T- I mean, I I feel like I'm Mr. Boring talking. I'm like uh, the Mike of last season. He had such fun along the way. And I feel like, so I'm talking to old, old Mikey from last season and saying, you're going to have to stop that now. You have to grow up, mate. Um, but but I would probably say 
think carefully before making transfers. Is it really worth bringing folk in uh, with the points that you have to give away? How quickly are you going to make those points back up? Mm. Start yeah. also, start also, also, as a slight aside, um, Pizza Express have bottled it. Um, they've finally gone for a barbecue base option on their menu. <laughs> what? Where's that come from? Well, I've just been invited to uh, Pizza uh, Express tomorrow, so I've just... Uh, cool. uh, Don't worry about I'm, inviting me. I thought I was uh, a friend and family. Uh, I'm meeting what Prince me? Andrew there. And... Um, <laughs> It's it, it's it's just me and Prince Andrew, and um, yeah, barbecue burnt ends, uh, slow cooked beef 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 brisket, easy for me to say, uh, on a sweet and smoky barbecue sauce with red onions, uh, parsley, and on a romana base. So finally, after years and years, they've caved. So so this is like a news update <laughs> mid fantasy football podcast. Well, it's, un- it's universal. It wouldn't matter what the podcast was. We could be talking about the meaning of life. And for me not to share that, I think would would be remiss of me. In truth, I haven't got the money to be going to Pizza Express. What do you think I am? I've got a million. Tesco vouchers, mate. No, it's very true. Oh yeah, club, like Prezzo. Like yeah, 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 yeah. So Anthony, uh, actually, Mike, just touching on one of your points, you said you'd take less hits this season, less less transfers in an ideal yeah. world. Well, I, I, think would... it's, I think it's impossible for me to to do more than I did last season. But yeah. I would suggest that after maybe, you know, a third of the season last year, you lost the will to live with your, with regards to focusing on winning. I don't think, I don't think, I think you realized you were too far off at, even at that point because you, you made some panic buys. You, you, mm. you really did. You From know, that point in, I saw it. I saw it really. I was just taking it on a week by week. I want to beat you boys that week have something positive to say as we went on to the pod the following week oh so, yeah yeah i made 28 points worth of transfers but hello i've got 56 points <laughs> you know that <laughs> that kind of vibe so so what, what i'm saying is even if you do have a bad i mean people aren't all going to do great at this i'm not going to do great and probably going to do quite good and then eventually fail at the end thank you bottle it up, like pizza express have done on the um on the barbecue base Please okay, let great. it go. Let it go, Elsa. The, <laughs> please, if you if you have a bad start to the season, don't give up. You can still have fun with it. There's manager of the month competitions in our league and in many leagues you might join. So even if you just have one good month, you might end up uh, enjoying yourself. And you know Would what? You... If you've if you've had the, a bad first third of the season, it's totally feasible that the other players in your league could have a bad second or third third of the season. So. Yeah, patience, patience, young Michael. I'm talking to myself now from last season. Show a little. Uh, let's let's make like take that and have a little patience. Thank you. <laughs> let's and not forget, Bill, that you caught me by I think over 100 points in the last two months. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, never give up. Never mm. give up. What a lovely life lesson. And what what advice would you give uh, a new player to the game? Uh, I would say you probably do need to do more than I do, which is plan a little bit better. So I very much, as we've mentioned, played week to week. So I might bring a player in because they've got a really favourable fixture for that week. But the next week, they might have a horrible fixture. And I think that's probably where I came unstuck near the end. I was picking players for that that one week. And then if they then failed, they then had a horrible fixture the following week. So I probably wouldn't go to Mike's level of the amount of transfers and the spreadsheets and all the pre-planning he does. But I think I certainly need to live more than 
one game week to one game week and also play your own game i've probably near the end phil as you were catching me was looking at your team a little bit too much rather than focusing on myself and that's probably where i came unstuck as well so play your own game and pick the players that you think even if they're unfashionable like like i said yeah absolutely and and if you're trying to plan ahead or, or you're... like sorry unfashionable like phil uh, for anybody watching along on youtube who <laughs> what are you talking about his jumper's lovely is sporting it's, it's a not a jumper is it it's sporting it's... a like is it a jumper looks... or a t-shirt it's a t-shirt it's looked like he's made a t-shirt out of a mouse mat it's <laughs> Uh, kind of a floor, it's a floral number. Are you this is ge- genuinely? I be- I rarely buy new clothes, um, because I, I, I mean, I see photos of pictures from like 10 years ago and think, oh, I wore that top yesterday. This is this is a new t shirt. I bought three new t shirts last week mm. or a couple of weeks ago. This, this is exciting. That's my well, the other two the as garish as that one. Well, clearly not because I wore the other one in last week's podcast and you didn't need to pass. Comment, oh, okay, but... all right, well, okay. Mm. There you go. Well, I'll, I'll think, take. I'll it's take very your new, abuse. mate. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I'll take your abuse, even even if it does throw me off point, which is uh, exactly what you've done. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. I am a bit more Gokwan than Jose Mourinho. I think it's fair to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not passing comment. The what I was saying about the fixture planning is oh, that yes. if you are on the website on a computer, which are what existed before phones. Then if you click on the fixtures tab on the Fantasy Premier League website, there's a it says fixtures underneath it, and then it says FDR. That's Foxtrot Delta Romeo. I can't pronounce my Fs properly. Uh, I had speech therapy as a four-year-old and it didn't help. Uh, <laughs> but one of those things. If you click on that, FDR, then you'll see all the teams on the left-hand side and their next seven fixtures and the website has been kind enough to color code it uh, based on difficulty. So if you've got a green fixture, the, the fancy Premier League team seem to think that that's an easier fixture than a red fixture or a dark red fixture, which is horrendous. Uh, and if there is no color or gray, as I, as I think my screen is displaying it, that means it's an average fixture. So if you see a team's coming up and they've got lots of greens and haven't got many red fixtures coming up, like say Everton at the start of the season, or uh, or indeed Aston Villa, who have three good games at the start of the season, then you might want to think, oh well, yeah, I'll bring in some of those players because I know I can keep them for a few weeks. Whereas Anthony last season was seeing someone had a good fixture, bring them in, and then they'd hit a wall because they'd have a difficult run after that. Is that what you're saying, Em? That's very true. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, I did not look fair enough ahead. I looked at just the greens in front of me instead of weeks down the line. My my tips, thanks for asking, uh, oh. are have Phil, fun. Thanks, mate. Uh, have fun. This is a game, and it's always nice to beat your friends. Don't don't let it ruin your weekend. If your team does rubbish, don't worry. There'll be other teams who have done rubbish as well. And if your team does rubbish, you don't need to transfer them all out instantly. The next game week, that team might do really well. You just don't know. But just have fun. Don't take it too seriously. It's just a game. And especially if you're playing with family and friends, you know, you might you might take a bit of ribbing, um, but then you can give it back next week when you have a good week. So don't take it too seriously. That's that's my biggest bit of advice. And uh, and don't panic. Don't panic if someone has a bit of a stinker. Don't 
immediately drop them unless uh, unless they've got some terrible fixtures coming up. Mm. Just on that, in, terms of, in terms of keeping players in your team, so I normally go on the basis of three games. So if a player, for example, has three consecutive games of doing nothing, that's when I look to then take them out. Do you boys have anything, a system similar to that? I Yeah, I mean, if I don't have a, a system that's mathematical like that, um, if, if counting to three is mathematical. Uh, it's by I, my standards. But, I, you know, if a player's... If I've watched a game, because I don't... There are websites out there that will help you with statistics and um, how many shots players have had and where their heat map has been on the field, where they've been positioned on the field. For me, if I watch a game and I think, well, that player's playing... Say I've got a midfielder and he's in my team to get me attacking points, but I see he's defending all the time, I, I might transfer him out. There are players which, for me, unless they are injured, are pretty much undroppable. Last season, I had Salah, Mo Salah for Liverpool every week. I didn't get rid of him. Obviously, if he didn't play, he went onto my bench um, or he got subbed out just for that week. But there's some players for me which are undroppable, um, Mo Salah being the main one. Mm. Yeah. Because you, you boys dropped... He went through a, a sticky patch in the mid-season last year and you both dropped him and didn't get him back in. Well, I think that's where you clawed to me a point about it. So Liverpool had that horrible spell, didn't they? Yeah, in the season where they lost, was it six consecutive home games, one nil? Yeah. And then you boys got back on Liverpool players pretty quickly after that, and it it worked for you because they started to get back into the points again, and I was far too late to to get on the bandwagon. So getting those players in uh, is is really really key. Um, and trying to find you know players that says we talked about with the differentials. I had Gundogan of Man City before everyone else had him, and he went in that real purple patch. Oh, and that's you, I, you did ever so well there, yeah. I did. That's when I pulled away from you, Phil. For, for, for how long it lasted anyway. Um, yeah, so finding a, a player that, um, you know, not many people have uh, who can hit a bit of form is, is key. And, yeah, captain picks, boys. Captains are crucial. You can you can have as many good-sounding players in your team. Uh, another tip here from me, wise words from uh, from a wise person in a nice T-shirt. Pick players mm. who play. Mm. Don't don't necessarily take a risk on a player who may or may not play because it's so annoying when they don't and you've tied up money in them in your team. And and I think actually again for the bench, it's not great as a tactic to have eleven great players in your team and no one on the bench especially in these COVID times mm. that we're in, there will still be teams, I'm sure, that will be affected and some players or staff might have to isolate or whatever, and it will be disruptive. We had it last season where teams couldn't play and it was called off at the last minute, you know, after the deadline. I think the Spurs had a week, didn't they, where they, they had travelled to the, to the game and then it got called off. So it's important to have, even if they're not great players on the bench, but players that are actually going to play because if they have to come off the bench they should hopefully get you two points at least it's better than a big fat zero hmm, this is true and sometimes boys, you can have what looks to be a really rubbish team on paper but actually they get you points I've, i remember it's quite a few times last season where i had what looked a really good good team got a really poor score and then the, the best team on the game that week had players who you, you would never expected so never worry about how your team might look yeah Last, last tip from me would be 
pick players who are important to their teams. So, mm. and, and try, much as it's tempting to pick from, you know, real cheap teams at the, who tend to be at the bottom of the table, those teams tend to score the least goals and concede the most goals. So, even if you think, oh, yeah, they're cheap, maybe don't bother unless they get in a good runner form. Hmm. Yep, yeah, I would agree. Okay, gents. Well, hopefully that has helped uh, explain a bit about fantasy football to new players. And if it hasn't, then my apologies for wasting your time. You have at least learned some ice cream eating techniques. And Claire now knows about football. And Claire Ooh. being Mike's <laughs> wife. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I think I think yeah. My big takeaway from this, if you'll excuse the pun, is the Pizza Express scenario. But um, you know, <laughs> we're used to our own. I mean, I don't know why you're that fussed about Pizza Express. You and oh, it's always ra- it's always rattled my cage, lads, because they make themselves up to be you know ever so slightly classier than, in my opinion, the very best Pizza Hut. You know, they've, Do you want they've this got debate no- now. Well, they've got they've got no salad bar. I blooming love a salad bar. Um, and uh, a limited menu, I would say, not least because they've not had a barbecue base. Okay, but takeaway-wise, you'd surely be Domino's over Pizza Hut, wouldn't you? I'd be, pa- Hut I'd be Papa to... John's, but I don't... With, oh, yeah. don't go there. But tonight's tonight's probably not the night. Greatness from Domino's. Always get my vote, boys. Thank you, Anthony. You're welcome. And, and Anthony, a man who, who previously has ordered Domino's to his house... Uh, whilst topless and uh, once ter- terrified the female Tomino's driver who who walked the pizzas into your kitchen and then felt she couldn't leave. Very strange Why occurrence. did she walk the pizzas into your yeah, kitchen? Was it because you opened the door topless? Maybe she didn't want to scold, scold his bare chest. I mean, who wouldn't want to walk in my house when I answered the door topless? Me, me. pick me. Oh, and me. <laughs> well, there we go. Well, okay. Uh, Listen, uh, th- yeah, th- thanks, thanks, lads, uh, for, for putting us out there. Claire, I'll be very grateful. And uh, I'll let you know uh, when our, our final season preview uh, episode comes out next week, uh, which goes into a little bit more detail about players rather than, uh, yeah, this is kind of a, a basic how-to, isn't it? We're, I'm very much the Fred Dynage, uh, Phil, perhaps you're the Gaz Top uh, and the Carol Vorderman of the piece. But, um, but, but yeah, next week uh, we'll be back with the, the final episode pre-season. Mm. I'll be looking at fixtures, boys. I'll be looking at teams who have favourable starts. And don't forget that if you're old enough to use Twitter, uh, then you can follow us on Twitter uh, at FPL3SomePod. Don't forget you can subscribe on Spotify and Apple uh, and wherever you get your podcast, Google, wherever. Um, Podbean, that's who uh, we distribute our podcast through. Uh, YouTube, if you really want to look at us, but I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't recommend Faces it. Faces for radio. Faces for radio, indeed. And uh, voices for, I don't know. Bedtime. Um, so <laughs> the, the lead code, one more time, is 11L0AM. Come and join our league. Uh, there's no entry fee or anything like that. Purely for fun. See if we can knock uh, Stefan de Jong off his perch. He, d- he was great last season. Mm. He is the reigning champion. And uh, yeah, see what you can do. But but give it a go. It's it's a lot of fun. Everyone's welcome. All right. Cheers, gents. You have a lovely week and uh, fun 
it's weekend nearly, isn't it? Fun I weekend. Can t- just, I mean, I, I know we've got to the end now, so it's probably a bit late, but Claire will have glazed over after two minutes. Hmm. So what, yeah. She doesn't listen to me more than two minutes without glazing over, but maybe you two, have, maybe a sprinkling of the two of you is, 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 will keep her interest. We'll see. Well, Who maybe knows? if she watches if she watches the YouTube and sees this T-shirt, she'll be glued to it. Mm. I'm not going to lie. I can't wait to hear how Pizza Express goes. I'll let Will you know, lads. Please be quiet. We're not okay. sponsored by Pizza Express. Oh, that would be good. Okay, bye now. Goodbye. Bye-bye.